everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips, tricks, and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is podcast 21, Greenery, Using It in Your Home. And uh, I first want to say happy uh, St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Woohoo, Yay. lassies. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. <laughs> Up in the morning. Slow <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah, there you go. Um, I'm the odd man out today. I don't. <laughs> That's Gallic. I don't think I have any Irish descent, although I'd be a. Um, an honorary Irish person today because both Anita and Kelly are part Irish. So mm -hmm. um, today we're going to be talking about all things green for home decor, uh, using plants um, in your home, maybe outside and around your home. We're going to be talking about spring because spring is springing everywhere if, if it's not sprung already. And greenery is actually the name of the color of the year. Kelly, I know you know a little bit about that. Well, yeah, a little bit. Um, the color of the year was always sort of a mystery. You know, it comes down from on high. Like, is it coming from the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Mount Olympus? Whoa! Exactly. Like, yeah. they hand this down on a, you know, a paint chip, on, you know, painted on stone or something. It's so weird. <laughs> so we decided to look it up. And so who is Pantone? It's not Pantene, the shampoo. And we weren't <laughs> sure, you know, where was this coming from? So apparently Pantone is not a paint company at all. It is a company in New Jersey that uh, makes some sort of paint mixing, uh, you know, for other products. Like maybe if you wanted mm -hmm. to have your product be a certain color, they would, you know, have the components. Have or the, the formula. The mm -hmm. formula, right? I don't know. And they, they must do it for all, all sorts of different products. So that was kind of interesting to us. You know, wonder where this comes from and mm -hmm. who's telling us what colors we're supposed to be having and well, why and it's they been around for a while hasn't yeah it? It has. and, and people seem to really pay attention and wait for it i don't know <laughs> and here um, here is my theory of course i didn't google it or look it up i'm thinking this must be a huge paint company and they look at all their paint inventory and say oh what do we have the most of this year <laughs> So now we know. Now we're well educated. So not we only really do we are. give I mean, you I can't tips, wait for a cocktail you. party so I can mm -hmm. tell other people that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I need you in charge of my marketing there, Yvonne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Last year was what white? That pretty white. And I'm thinking, wow, there must be a lot left over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Really I know that one of us has actually lived in Ireland. Not oh, me. That would be me. I lived oh, in Ireland. You where haven't you lived? I mean, it seems like you've lived everywhere. Are you I sure haven't you're lived not in like Pennsylvania? But I'm going to come visit you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Do. So tell I, us a little bit about your time in Ireland. Well, I was. Um, after, I think my second or second year of law school in the summer, I took courses at Trinity College in Dublin, which was really, a, I have to say, a law student boondoggle because you could get credit which, for courses that were a lot easier than courses you would have been taking if you stayed, you know, in your regular law school, and do it over the summertime, and uh, it was an amazing experience. So I lived in Trinity College, which is so ancient mm -hmm. and beautiful, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
all kinds of writers were there and I was in one of the old dorms. It was fantastic. And mm -hmm. um, I met law students from all over the country or the U.S. and all over the world. And on the weekends, we would just rent a car and drive on the wrong side of the road. And <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And run into packs of herds, I guess, of sheep. Sheep, and, yeah. And, oh, how yeah, fun. And you just have to wait. And, and then we'd go to these pubs or... One one quick little story because it was just magical. We ended up in Galway one rainy, you know, Saturday morning, and we could see something was really happening. You know, like the whole town was a buzz, and they were having a parade for some like sea goddess or something, and they were. Uh, you know, to honor the sea because it was in Galway, so a lot of seafaring. And so there was a young girl dressed up in like a bride's gown. Please tell they... me they didn't throw her into the ocean. No, I no, was, it was just all thinking that was going to be the end of the story. <laughs> from what I can tell. And they were offering her up to Neptune. And there was. Well, see, was she was. Yeah, exactly. Now, in the well, old days, was... they probably did throw her in the they ocean. They probably did. Mm -hmm. but it, this was just figurative. You know, this yeah. was in the 90s, mm -hmm. so they weren't doing that. Uh, but it was. All these little boys playing flutes dressed up like fish and everybody was, and you know, it was completely and utterly unexpected. You know, it was not in the tour books that we were looking at. So, I mean, we had a magical time and, and Ireland well, did was you a very a magical time. <laughs> um, it was an absolute magical time there. We loved every minute of that it. That reminds me, you sound like the Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> Magically Charms delicious. Guy. Hey, did you, did you kiss the Blarney Stone? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm way too Purell for that. No, okay. I, <laughs> I think I am too. Yeah, but you're, I would definitely do that. But you're um, just, you're very um, inquisitive and fun. So I thought you might have done that. No, but well, listen, we, we, we could tell Irish the, stories the all day long. Business. But let's get to our topic at hand because mm -hmm. I'm sure our, our listeners that you want to hear this. Um, yeah. I want to talk about using plants in your home. Okay, who does it? Who doesn't? And we'll hear Anita first. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Well, she has I'm, a track record. Oh, are you talking about my ivy? It's still alive. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm talking about your, that you're not that good at growing oh. indoor plants. <laughs> well, I thought my ivy had died, the one I talked about from the beginning of mm -hmm. this podcast. It's in a cloche, and I thought it was fine, and then I took the uh, I looked at it the other day. I moved it, and it, it was it was half dead. But I've revived it. I put it near the water. Um, you just my near the water, or did you give it some water? <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I gave it some water. I put it near the window. Okay, okay. I okay. missed. Okay. Miss I was, like, yeah. <laughs> was going to let that pass. That I didn't even want to know. <laughs> I, just I could diagnose it right away. Just put it near the water, Anita. <laughs> That's Anita's problem. She never. She thinks she has to put the plants near the water. You want your house near the water, your plants, put the water oh, in it. Okay. Gosh, okay stop, All right. Well, stop, there you stop. go. So, uh, but anyway, what I was going to Back say from the is dead, the because we've been doing this podcast for quite a while now, I have, uh, Kelly and you, Yvonne, both of you have had such an influence on me. I feel like, you know what? I used to love plants in the house. I should try it oh. again. <laughs> yes. So I'm trying it and, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm, but I'm, I'm having you. the attitude you do. Yvonne, if, if we, you know, we may not, ha the relationship may Long not last term forever. Long-term cut flowers, that's what I call it. That's I right, it may that. not last forever. That so. is great. No, it's mm -hmm. true, and, and I loved what Yvonne said about the orchids. Like, and thank you for the show. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to go. I <laughs> bought yeah. an mm -hmm. orchid at Costco when I was there. I'm telling you, mm. you're hey, having an influence on me. I up a trip to me. Costco, for sure, picking up an orchid. That's good. Okay, yeah. so I have um, two 
plants that are green that I can give you some tips on today. Would you like to hear that, Anita? Yes. 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 I love else? tips. Okay. And and because it's St. Patrick's Day, I thought I would use a Boston fern because, you know, Boston has this Irish oh, flavor yes. to it. Mm-hmm. So, I have a story about being in Boston on St. Patrick's Day. That's fun. Oh, I think but I, I uh, that's no, for no another that's story, for another Siobhan. podcast. Oh, oh another podcast. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so the Boston fern, you know, is really a, you know a classic looking fern, and it's a pretty sturdy fern. Um, and if you're not sure what that looks like, we're gonna have a link in the show mm-hmm. notes, and you can see some images of the Boston fern, so you know when you see one what it is. Uh, They're very they, classic fern. When you think yeah, of fern, class, that's what you think. Right. The classic big, fern, like big. that's mm-hmm. the, the picture mm-hmm. you conjure in your head. So they like to be in a cool place with high humidity which is kind of like hmm cool and high humidity yeah. you, you don't necessarily it's not get California that no, no we've got the humidity but not the not, the, not cool. the cool right Mm-mm. so you know uh and indirect light so you know hmm okay how do you work that out so you know find a place in your house that maybe even in Houston that's near an air conditioning vent or something like that so it's getting some cool yeah, but it dries out mm-hmm. I think and then well yeah. here you come I'm gonna come at you with all the right come at me okay. hit me hit me okay if it's a small Boston fern, you can just take it and put it in your sink, which is also, which is near the water. Near the water. <laughs> use, use the water. Use your sprayer if you have a sprayer and just spray it off and let it dry itself off in there mm-hmm. for, you know, an hour or so. And so you're not putting it wet back where mm-hmm. it actually lives. Mm-hmm. Or get one of those little spray bottles and spritz it. So give it a little spray about once a week. You don't want it to be in in absolute direct burning sunlight so indirect light is nice you know most people even know if you're not even a plant person that ferns thrive more in a shady situation Mm -hmm. and here i I am just gonna wrap it all around and say a fern might be good under a cloche because there you go although it's not going to be super cool in there it's going to be high humidity and you can have it in an area with indirect light Right. Make and sure that the soil remains damp. You don't want your fern to dry out. Mm-hmm. Right. And I actually did the opposite and just planted some succulents. I forgot about it for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And then when mm-hmm. I took it out, sure mm-hmm. enough, some of the lower limbs on some of my succulents had kind of fallen off. Mm-hmm. But I took it out from under the cloche, so hopefully it'll dry out nicely now. Mm. It's never good when you lose a limb. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few, yeah. a few little, little arms okay, that came off. Let's hear about your second plant. Well, I had to, one more thing about the Boston fern. Oh, okay, great. Okay, if your Boston fern um, is turning a little yellow, it's not humid enough. Now, that's kind of different than you would think. Yeah, I would say water. Right, exactly. And usually when a plant gets uh, yellowy leaves, it's too indication of too much mm-hmm. water. But this is, it's not getting enough humidity. Very so interesting. That's a little message mm. it might be sending. And that's when you spritz. Does spritzing really help? Because yeah. I've read that it doesn't, but you're saying it does. It, oh, it does, because the plants take uh, take that moisture in, just like the morning dew, they take that in through their leaves. Oh. Well, I've got to get a little spritzer mm-hmm. then. Yeah, yeah. Do you want my next plant now? Or you want yes, to of course. Else? No, let's hear it. You're on a roll. I'm on a roll. Okay. Okay, boxwood indoors. Planted, real, live? Yes, yes. I'm not a big faux plant person, although I'm considering Mm -hmm. it. You know, I, you know, if I'm getting some good tips from uh, you guys Mm -hmm. and some other sources about really great Mm -hmm. faux plants, but I'm not a faux plant person. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I've had boxwoods indoors for months and months and months, and and only transplanted them because you know I wanted to change it up, not because they died. How big were they when you planted them? I am so interested in this. This would be awesome. Well, listen up, babe. Okay, so the boxwood indoors, uh, 
you treat it pretty much like you just would want outside. It likes full to partial sun. So Kelly, did you buy like a regular shrub one that's about what mm -hmm. about a, a foot tall? Is that what you started with? Yeah, I've had um, gallon size and five gallon size. Okay. Um, the five gallon size I put in a really big crock mm -hmm. uh, mm. by my front door, and um, I for that one I just left it in the um, container that it came in because I knew it was going to mm -hmm. go outside fairly soon. But then it didn't. It's it mm. staged. But the ideal thing to do is if you buy a one gallon or five gallon boxwood at Home Depot or at your local nursery, put it into a pot with potting soil that's twice as big as the, the root mm -hmm. ball. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm a bigger pot so it doesn't get root bound. Plants hate to be root bound, you know, yes. like, you know, it's like geisha girls. And like nobody wants to have their old feet all tied <laughs> up and everything. It's not good, right? And so, and if you don't have drainage in the bottom of your mm -hmm. pretty container, put some gravel. You can just buy a bag of those little pebbles mm -hmm. on, and put them in the bottom. And so you've got some drainage. Um, don't let your boxwood get completely dry. So you it, uh, keep it sort of a consistently moist. Mm -hmm. um, you might put a little Spanish moss or something, or, uh, you know, on top of the dirt. Sure. To keep or it Or just moisture. even um, green moss that mm -hmm. you can get. Or even green moss. Mm -hmm. That'd yeah. be pretty. Um, and um, in the springtime, you want to give it a fertilizer. So you can do it just a regular balanced fertilizer, mm -hmm. or you can do one that's a little bit higher in nitrogen, which will produce uh, more greeny growth. And you just put that right around the edge of the pot. Don't get too close to the plant itself or mm -hmm. the, the, um, the, the roots or the branches. Mm, okay. And, and there you go. And, and how long will this last indoors? I've had them for, you know, as I said, like maybe eight months to a year. And then I decided, you know, I wanted to try something different. Maybe I'm putting a fern or I'm, I'm just oh, moving it. Wow. And so then I just planted it outside. I am definitely mm -hmm. going to do that. Great idea. I love boxwood. And wouldn't that be, I mean, just to have those like at Christmas and then you can keep them the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, great idea. In your yeah. house. Yeah. And just, you know, it just, you, you know, unfortunately, sometimes one of those dark, darker corners of your house, you that's where you want the pop of green, but it's not going to do well there because it needs full sunlight. Yeah, but they light. can, but, okay. but you can use uh, the box, preserved boxwood balls and the preserved boxwood mm -hmm. wreaths in those dark corners, and I use those all the time, and I love them. There you I go. I love a good that's moss a, ball. Love it. Mm -hmm. Or the moss yeah, that's ones, in, yeah. Mm -hmm. When we're talking about faux, that's absolutely right, but there's just something so wonderful to have a real mm -hmm. living... Yes plant in your house oh yeah um, I don't I mean right now I have a couple little things um, <clears throat> I'm still convalescing as many of you <clears throat> excuse me know from this silly foot thing mm -hmm. and one of my friends just sent me this beautiful terrarium oh really the whole yeah oh, the whole nice. thing is like a, it's like a cloche Ooh. and then a glass base so it's so all what glass. so and it has the plants in it it has plants oh, in it. Oh, nice. Oh, how sweet. And it is gorgeous. So that's sitting in my kitchen. So that's really pretty. So I'm hoping I don't kill that because I'm, you know, I look at all of my plants as long-term, all of my potted plants as long-term cut plants. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and then uh, my mother just gave me, um, a, I don't even know what it is, like a, a small fig 
fig tree or mm. something. I'm not quite sure what it is. It's variegated and it's really beautiful. And I, it was, it's in my dining room on my bar cart. And I, I went into that room and I thought, wow, this makes mm. a big difference in how my room looks. Oh yeah. So I'm going to be looking for, I think I'm going to get a Meyer lemon tree. Oh, wouldn't that oh. be awesome for my, for Will my that do uh, okay inside, Kelly? living room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been reading yeah. about it since mm-hmm. since you've talked about the Meyer lemon and uh my it seems like the conditions would be perfect in my living room. Oh, well, the other tr- little it. indoor trees that I am just so in love with now are olive trees. I have a an olive tree in my backyard that's just beautiful and I did ask my husband and uh, Kevin says we've had olives on it because <laughs> I <Okay>. wasn't sure. <laughs> But he's been eating them. Well, I he's don't been think eating so. them all. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you. Eat. I think you have to do something to them before you eat them. Yeah, you do. But yeah, so the I love the the look of the leaves are silvery. They're a silvery green, mm-hmm. and I love them too. And almond shaped, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, it's a beautiful shape. Mm-hmm. And so if it's you, long and I haven't tried a real one. I would love to try that. But if you. Uh, don't feel like you can handle the real ones. Keep them alive. There are some beautiful faux mm-hmm. olive trees that you can buy mm-hmm. that I have found, and we'll put it in the show notes. But that's good, a great good, way good. to add some interest to your house, and they're just so beautiful and really hot right How now. How tall are they, Anita? Are they real trees? Uh, they're about uh, two feet tall, I'm going to say. Perfect. Hmm. So a nice height. That's nice. And they really look good, huh? I, I think so, yes. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm with you both. I prefer real. I prefer living, but I know that um, people are looking for other options, and that's why I thought, well, I'm going to try mm-hmm. some faux olive trees and see if I like them. And I do, I do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was something. Well, if I just you- have some dark corners in my long living room that mm. um, definitely can use some sort of organic pop. And, you mm-hmm. know, you can just uh, only put so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I thought maybe maybe a faux tree. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, I think now you can get beautiful faux greenery that, that you know, really good, that good fakes that look like they could be the real thing and I don't have a problem using those at all especially if you are not um, as adept in um, gardening indoor gardening mm-hmm. as like you are Kelly so okay, well, it's, here's it's a, a fun- good investment yeah well speaking of good investment okay here's a funny thing and you know this would be something maybe people wouldn't guess about me since you've been touting me as this uh, you know green thumb gardener I have fake grass what <gasps> what yeah. outside my name is Kelly, and I have oh, fake grass. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Kelly, do tell. I would have AstroTurf. N- Kelly, that so goes against who you truly are. It goes against my blade. What, are you not allowed green. to water there? Oh. oh, that's probably it. Well, there's lots of things. This is my second go-round with fake grass. And let me tell you, ladies, I would do it again. Really? Again and again. Is, yes. is it that realistic? It is so realistic. And here's the thing. At our former house, we had a, a freeform swimming pool. And um, it just had very simple brick coping. And we had put the pool in when we moved in. So, you know, I designed it and I knew it was going to be brick meeting the grass. What I didn't realize oh. is my all of these four little feet, which then when the Girl Scout troop came over and the other friends came over, you know, were like 24 little feet and <laughs> getting out of the pool and jumping <laughs> back in. It's just going to be mud puddle. 
And then the other side of the yard got blazing sun. And the other side was all shady. I could not grow grass to save my oh. life there. I was gardener helping me. I do it myself. Planting seeds, planting plugs, doing sod. It was just a mess. What and kind I of thought, grass do you have there in California? Well, there's St. Augustine, which is really tough. That's and, what grows. Know, like like is, that the one, is that the one that gets brown in the winter? Yes, it goes dormant. Okay. Well, yeah. not here. And then you can have marathon. Not here. You can yeah, well, here grasses. it does. Yeah, no, the St. Augustine but, um, is the best to have in Texas because mm-hmm. it's the only thing that can hold up to it. just thrives. But isn't that like hard and crunchy on your feet? No. It kind of is. And it grows oh, in those well, I'm long, used to it. It like, seems runners. fine. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not, you know... A, a but Kelly, how does your mode. fake grass feel on your feet? It feels fabulous, okay? And the, and the first round, and they, they installed it, they go down... We also had a drainage problem at the house, and once they put it in and they went down, you know, it's, you can DIY it, but, you know, Peter and I were not going to do that. You're going down eight inches, and you need to put decomposed granite, and then you'd have to trim it all out, and, you know, and then they nail it all in. They did a beautiful job. It got rid of our... Um, our drainage issue when it rained because it was uh, now so permeable because the soil had been you know dug into and I took up 20 sprinkler heads I saved a tremendous amount of money in water and also you know we weren't in a drought at that point but you know certainly went a long way to saving water and then when we came here there was no question in our minds we were going to do it can you tell can I tell no it looks well, you know, I know it, but most people don't. I've had people come and I know, you know, either maybe like a, somebody giving me an estimate or somebody who's coming for, you know, not, not a friend, somebody who's not sure whether they can ask and they're, they're kind of looking at it or I've gotten, my gosh, your lawn is beautiful. And then I'm like, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and this, and it's shocking because I know you so well yeah. that you love to wow. garden outside. You love well, green. Well, here's the and- thing. There's nothing else fake about me except my grass. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> Even though I live in LA. Oh, that's a real thing. Except for my grass. Oh yeah. my goodness. So what happens when it rains? Or like, I know you've got a dog. Like, oh, oh yeah. Well, you know, it's fine with the dog, and you know, he can do his business just like you. You wouldn't leave a big, you know, situation. No, out but there. anyway, you go pick it up on regular grass, mm-hmm. and you know, actually, it's more permeable because they've gone down. Uh, six to eight inches and then put decomposed granite so the water just drains right through wow. you know any other kind of liquid wow. in the other situation you just you know scoop it up like you would and then you can hose it off um it, it's fantastic we didn't put any sprinkler system in here other than what was in the, the front is real grass and you know all my my garden and then the edges are my garden and the privacy hedges but the the actual grass area uh is is all faux grass and it's oh about nine dollars a square foot installed for the sort of the mid-range so that's what you know if anybody's toying with it that's what you can kind of figure out but it, it's not just measure and have your square inches it's the way it comes on the roll and all that okay. so i would suggest you got a several estimates you know like we always tell everybody get a bunch mm-hmm. of estimates sure um my um actual the, the guy who helped me do a zillion things in the house he wasn't a fake grass installer uh but he did it and he did a wonderful okay. job well let's talk oh, about that is greenery in the house so too yeah let's get yes, back inside yes. yeah let's oh, walk back inside the house so I, okay. the thing I wanted to mention too is I don't know that e- any of us have a lot of the color green in our homes, but I do like to have it in in smaller doses in pillows or 
uh, and also I'm including, I'm adding a lot of lavender to my home this year. So I think the green goes mm-hmm. so well with lavender. So I'm going to be oh, adding yeah, I some. Love that Beautiful. Did you say pillows? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> I also think you can use other organics though, like moss balls mm. or, you know, smaller things like herbs. They're all so beautiful. And they're, you know, I, I make my own moss balls. So I'll say that mm. three times fast. That's mm-hmm. difficult. I make my own moss balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. everybody say that. I want yeah. you saying that wherever you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put the directions for those on the show notes because they're very easy but I agree Anita I don't use a lot of green in my home just as the color like I I have said this in a podcast before I do not like green walls that's Mm -hmm. just a preference Mm -hmm. that I have but I'm just not big into it you know well I had the green walls in the 90s so I'm past that uh so no I don't I'm not into the green walls right now but but I think it's something that you can add in like you said I would add color like that in smaller doses that are that's easily removed if you you know get bored with it or tired of it there is a pretty green that i've used before which is very soft and actually looks stunning with lavender oh what color is that um, mm, do tell. yeah and i you know again it was a while ago and it was in a guest room in a house that we had in new york um so you're talking about 15 some odd years ago uh, Clary Sage, and I believe it's a Sherwin-Williams Sherman, color, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's very soft, um, you know, not just a nod to green, you know, you definitely know it's green, but it's a very, very pretty hmm. celadon-y, sage green. Oh, I like the celadon mm-hmm. greens very oh, much. Too. Yeah, and it looks mm-hmm. really pretty with, um, with the lavender, like Anita mm-hmm. was mentioning. Mm-hmm. I like that combination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A great idea. Um, well, I've always heard that you shouldn't paint a bedroom or a bathroom green because the green color on the walls reflects on your, depending on your skin coloring, it can reflect on your skin coloring and give it a greenish cast. Ooh. Which is not really appealing when you don't have clothes on. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is the TMI episode. <laughs> well, no, but think about it. If, if you look you're like in a Grinch room, like in, in a bathroom, you're going to take a shower and your walls are green and that green is like casting on your body, that would not look well, good. Well, no, and our bathroom has the glass around the shower, so there's no curtain. So, no, I really don't want to look green. <laughs> yes. No. Wow. Something but else others- to consider, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Lots to think about. But other things, like I have two green garden stools that I love now oh, I that's use a them. fun thing to have in green yeah I use them outside and I use them inside as well depending on you know what little pop of color I want to put in and then I have a couple green pillows so when you add like um, uh, a, a preserved boxwood topiary and you have a couple green pillows with your other pillows and then the green garden stool that's all you need in a room yeah it's a real pretty color I mean it's a real pretty pop Oh, yeah. I found a really pretty um, green uh, pillow cover, which Mm -hmm. I thought would be, it wouldn't work for me with the colors I'm using, but if someone had a sunroom or a porch or, you know, even you could do it inside on your couch, just, you know, getting back to the the mixing patterns that we were talking about, it would Mm -hmm. probably be one that would be more the tension mixture Mm -hmm. Mm because it's very bright. It's the color of the year ish it's it's a very bright yellowy green and it has that's um, right they call it the totem pattern which is almost like a lattice or you know combination with rings you know like picture lattice and sort of 
more of an oval shape. Oh, okay. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. And it, it's on Amazon. It was, it's $9.69. I mean, Can you put that in the show notes? Yeah, I will. How weird yeah. is that? I mean, that's such an odd uh, price. But yeah, and it's just the cover. It's not the insert. But it's just, for that price, if you got a couple of those and pop them on for the season, mm-hmm. such fun. Mm-hmm. And then I, I found another green throw, which is a little more subtle. It's um, sort of ecru and green chevron mm-hmm. uh, knitted. And it's 100% cotton. And again, Ooh, that was I love and it, it was on Amazon, and it, it's for 19.99. Wow! And it has this pretty tassel fringe. I mean, it looks a lot more expensive, mm. at least in the photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, I love that. Love those would. goodbyes. Yeah. And, and I think what we're really saying here is that green's a lovely color to use in your home, but don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pops. Yes, caution. Yeah, and pops. It, it, use caution when using it as a wall color. <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. use costume or also like solid green bedding that may not be a good idea either so I think that um, when I'm thinking about using green I'm going to think about mostly plants and how to bring them in I mean some people love green and that's fine but I'm, I'm thinking plants I'm thinking pillow covers garden stools throws um, some decorative objects of art things like that when I'm thinking green what do you think girls I agree with you yeah I think we're all on the same page oh, yeah. with the green well yeah I yeah I well and I do love green I just don't want mm-hmm. I just want it in not huge quantities small doses yes well yeah. and I have a bedspread and I, screen that's beautiful when I look oh, out good, the window works, my garden is almost all green because I did a white garden here at, oh, at, at this beautiful. current my home mm-hmm. so you know there's there's the white flowers and then there it's all different uh, shapes of leaves and textures and different colors green of green so you know I'm bringing green in that way too so you can mm-hmm. think about green in that regard too when you're if you're not having heavy window coverings and whatnot the green can be coming in and then you're just accenting with these little pops mm-hmm. all around your mm-hmm. house can I say one thing about St. Patrick's Day before we oh move sure of course today? of course I want to share my great-grandma's Irish soda bread recipe. I really, <laughs> it's really, really good. People seem to love it. And so uh, I'm going to put that in the show notes. And it's definitely special to me. I make it every year. I'm going to make it the St. Patrick's Day. And, and then I always get requests after my family has eaten it for more and more and more. And I give it out <laughs> to my neighbors. So it's a, it's a really awesome recipe. So if you guys don't mind, I'll include that in the show notes. Sounds well. great. Oh, we love that. Yes, because I want that recipe, actually. Yeah, wonderful mm, so we just want to wish everybody happy spring and um, bring the green happy st patrick's inside. day yes. yeah and happy st patrick's day absolutely and we i want you to remember that we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time hey there if you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast we would love you to rate and review us head to itunes to do that it's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode, and you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.